We're live. From Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Canada. Broadcasting around the world. You're listening to the Johnny I Pro Show with your host, host Johnny Pro. What is up, listeners? And let's get right into it. King, welcome to the show. Yeah, man. Happy to be here, fam. I appreciate it. Thanks for dropping by. So today we're going to be talking about specifically your new album, Sell You a Dream, that was highly anticipated. Now it's available on all platforms. And as I stated in my review, I called it a masterpiece. So let's get right, <laughs> into, the, let's get right into the first question. Why did you call the album Sell You a Dream? Uh, the reason I chose uh, to call it Sell You a Dream is because I often feel like this music industry sells people dreams, you know. It's like they make you believe that the one in front of the camera is the one making all the money. But in all actuality, it's the record labels that are making all the money. The view behind the scenes. The artist is the least person paid. I hear so you. Uh, that being said, you know, I called it Sell You a Dream just to let people know that, you know, not everything is cut out to what it seems, you know. Things could mis- mislead you if you only look at it from your own lens. You know? Yeah, for sure. I hear you on that. And now you also, you started your own record label. Now tell us all about it, what it's called and all that. Yeah, I started my own record label, uh, Above It All Entertainment. Uh, just, you know, started my own business and, and used it as my source of income. Because what's the point of me signing to a label when in this day and age, you don't need a label to help market your stuff. You know, you have Instagram, you have TikTok, you have YouTube. For sure, you know, social media. You don't, for sure. <laughs> you don't need them. <laughs> I hear you for sure. And now, also on your cover of your uh, album, it says uh, Toronto Arts Council. You were funded by the City of Toronto. Give us a little in depth about that. Yeah, man. Um, basically, uh, as I said in my business, I started applying for grants. I used the grant writer uh, named Lisa Francis, really dope grant writer. Uh, she helped me out, and we basically put together what we wanted to do with this which is our project, and Toronto House Council jumped on board and, and funded it. So it was, it was amazing. They they gave me great reviews, and, you know, I'm happy they're able to be a part of this project. I hear you for sure. Now let's get right into what everybody's here wanted to listen to, and I came here listening right now. The new album, Sell You a Dream. Now the first, let's go by the first track all the way right down to the last <laughs> track. The first track, Black, which I'm pretty sure everybody heard of before. Now let's so that's obviously the first track. It's my one of my top favorites for sure. So now give me a little specifics mm. behind that track, Black. Well, I just think, you know, because there's so much negative stigma be behind the word black, you know, you look on T V and you see black people and it's a lot of people are doing some foolishness. They don't really embrace the, the greatness that black people have attributed to, to uh human humankind and the world, you know, there's a lot of black inventors that people don't even know about, even down to like potato chips and peanut butter, <laughs> you know, traffic lights, all those things are invented by black people. So, you know, I just wanted to make a song that, you know, celebrated us as as human beings and as a culture without any negativity, just a lot of positive energy and, and good feedback and, you know, stuff for the soul. Yeah, for sure. And now right on to the second track, On Me, featuring the artist Moose. So a little bit of that track right there. Oh, On Me was one of those ones where, you know, when you're sick and tired of being humble and you have to come with a different approach and, you know, just got to be cocky and, and a little bit of arrogance just to get your point across. You just know? break through, exactly. So, <laughs> so with, with On Me, it was, it was basically like, 
you know, people that didn't want to really listen to my stuff now, but now that things are moving, everybody's on me type thing feel you know for sure i feel you on that and now the third track no love that was actually one like i told you before this I, for me that when i heard that song it's one of those like hidden gems like you know like you gotta hit once you hear <laughs> yeah. it you really, like i actually like that song i really i really wrote that song right there so that song right there the behind the specifics for that one uh basically i was just in the booth for rich kid and i was just trying to source through his like huge thousand list of, of tracks and I came imagine. around that one and as soon as I heard it, I, like, the words came to me, like, we ain't got no love for the other side, no love. So, uh, like, it just felt natural, you know. It almost felt like a West Coast Tupac vibe, you know, going with that track. And for me, it was basically, we don't have love for, for people that put us in situations that they wouldn't put themselves in, you know. Or, you know, uh, crooked politicians and, and crooked uh, police officers, things like that. You know, we don't got no love for that. And rats like Takashi Six Nine. You know, it's just street <laughs> stuff. You know. Yeah, I hear you on that. And now, right to the fourth <laughs> track on the album, Foreign Whips," featuring, uh, I believe her name, Adria Kane. Is that if I'm correct? That's Adria Kane. That's my homegirl, man. Yeah, you know, she came in and she, her harmonies on that track are so so underrated. Like oh, she sure. is one of the greatest vocal artists I have worked with. <laughs> She took that track to a different level. She just came in and just did what she does best, which is just her, you know. Um, with with that track, it was basically uh, a beat made off of all Mercedes Jeeps uh, from the beginning to the till 2018 or 2019 model. And we basically took that and made it into a song. Which was, I think, very creative when, you know, you want to be an artist, you want to create something that no one ever heard be done. So, yeah, and that especially being said, from that's the, how that came about. Especially from the beginning of the track, too, just like Foreign Whips, as soon as the car starts and stuff, it just starts off exactly as it's titled Foreign Whips. That song is actually really good yeah, as well. Exactly. It's, one of, it's one of my favorites as well. Now, right on to the fifth song, So Deep, featuring Double X. Oh, yeah, man. Yo, So Deep is a classic. Like, it is so crazy. We had that in storage since like 2013. And it was just, you know, I just, just it, it was one of the the tracks where I'm just like, okay, what album would this fit onto? And um, honestly, I have to give a lot of credit to Double X because that was originally his song and I was just featured on it, you know? So I just decided, you know, buy it off him and then, you know, it remaster be, it and, sure. and mix it up so you know I, I wouldn't have that song if it wasn't for double x you know so i have to give him all the credit for that one you know and like, now, now it's out that's that was actually one of the good songs as well all the songs i like i said before when i stayed as on the review like i said before every single song in the album like there's different like if any type of mood that you're in everything sets like every song had there's like some something there just to fit your mood perfectly so i said this album is like like i categorized it in simple two words a masterpiece now let's get right into the song right now. That's like I remember it was was it February or in March that you did a exclusive interview with eighty nine point five FM, and I remember one of the songs yeah. you played as well was right now. That was one of the tracks off the album. Yeah, right now is like it's it's that track, man. It's it's honestly the track that you know we as Torontonians were champions. You know what I mean? We're the NBA champions for sure. So. You know, let's not let this down because a lot of people wrote us off. A lot of people said, you know, 
we ain't going to be here. You know, why did we trade DeRozan for Kawhi? And and look at us now, you know. Champions. You can, <laughs> never, you, can never, you can never take away champions. Never. That will stay there forever. doesn't matter if we lose this year, if it does continue after the pandemic or next year. Regardless, 2000, exactly, last year, exactly, it's that we're champions forever. That's it. That's the 2019. We're champions forever. And now right, on to the, now right on to the next track, Who Run This? Obviously, I'm pretty sure a lot oh. of people heard this song as well. It's one of Oh, the, man. Yeah, sure. that, that to me is like, it's crazy too because like that, that one just came by chance. Like I was basically, I was basically waiting for Moose to come back from L.A. And in the meantime, he's like, oh, just hit up Rainer. Rainer will probably have a couple tracks. And Rainer's a, a dude I grew up with. He's a skateboard with in like grade seven and eight. So I, I, I called up Rainer and basically, and it's just like, yo, we'll go through some beats. And I said, yo, this beat right here, I don't remember what the original name of the beat was, but we sat down in the studio. I laid my two verses on. And to believe it or not, who run this was actually part of my verse. But Rainer being a brilliant engineer and producer, he was just like, yo, why don't we just chop the four bars of this and use this as a hook and... That's how it came about, man. And that's, and that's how you make the masterpiece right there. That's how, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how they come out right there. And now right on to the next song, She Said, He Said. Man, honestly, I got to thank my homie Gibbs for this beat because, like, She Said, He Said was never supposed to turn into a song. Even though, like, Moose wanted it to be a song from before, it was never supposed to turn into a song. It was always a spoken word poet, like a, a poetry piece that I did, like, years ago maybe in like 2012 and you know i was telling gibbs like you know what i spit it for gibbs and gibbs was like you know what maybe i have a beat for this and he gave me two beats and you know i did the tally of which beat would suit uh she said he said and the beat that you hear on the album is the one that i rocked with you know moose fixed it up like moose oversees all all my music and he made it all blend together perfectly Exactly, and now the last track of the album. How's the album was really called? The album's title it's "Sell You a Dream," but the last track is called "Sold You a Dream." That's actually pretty epic. How it just finalizes right there's yeah. the last track. So on that track right there, uh, "Sold You a Dream." A little behind that story of that track. You know what's crazy? I was literally just driving down to Moose's house just to check him, see what's up, and I'm like, "Yo, you have any new beats?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm working on one right now," and he played it. And as he played, I just wrote my verse right there. And I'm like, yo, let's go in the studio and record this. And that's how Soldier Dream came about. Like, it just felt so for real. Like, it just seemed like, you know, I was in Jordan mode. You know, <laughs> you give me the ball with <laughs> dying seconds. And, dying seconds, you know, clutch. That's it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was, it was, honestly, like, I feel that track right there, people really listen to the lyrics. They'll really get what type of artist I am and what I'm really trying to tell them, you know. Because at the end of the day, you know, you do so much for a record label. And, you know, you get all this fame, you go around the world, but at the end of the day, you're like, you're broke. Like, you are maybe, you're even lucky to be broke, you know. Yeah. You could be in debt by 100000 or millions of dollars. It's true, and, true and story. And that's the reality of the thing. And that's why, at the end of the track, I said, like, you know, even though you won this, the war, like, was all this worth it, you know? Exactly. Like because I, of the headaches you have to deal with, so. I feel you on that. Like I like I stated before, every track on this 
on this album itself has like a story behind it. Like it's so authentic. And uh, just like your roots and stuff and like your life stories, like what you've been through and stuff, like I said before, and I could just keep on repeating like a broken record. It's so authentic. Like this album from like you have like hip hop, then you have a little bit of like R&B and stuff. Like as I said before, like any mood you're in, this album is a must cop for sure as it's all available now throughout all platforms as I stated before. And once again, uh, as I see right here on this actual physical CD as I it says right here Taste of Ghana like you're back like where you're from it says coming soon yeah yeah tell me a little bit about yeah. that right there we, we, we're in the works of you know bringing in uh, a drink from Ghana and getting it imported to Canada the drink's called Takai it's uh, basically a cocoa liqueur like cocoa and coffee bean liqueur and yeah, it, it tastes amazing, and I feel like it will do well in our in our in Toronto. So you know, with that being said, you so know, you look out for, for sure. <laughs> a lot of great things to anticipate. So right now, do you have? Um, so right before we wrap this up, right now, and once again before I wrap it up, thank you so much, King, for dropping by to the Johnny I Pro Show. I'm pretty sure we're gonna have you again once again on the show. Now, any last uh, words for your fans and stuff? Yeah, man, uh, check out the album, King, uh, Saw Your Dream. Uh, if you want to check my uh, Instagram, it's underscore, 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 King, underscore, underscore, 29. So it's three underscores in the beginning, King, carrying G, and then two underscores after King, and then the number 29. A lot of underscores so going on. You hit me up. <laughs> You know? That's what I mean. So there you go, guys. Thank you once again, King, for dropping by. And as I said again, go get his album. It's a must cop. It's a summer album. You call it winter album. You call it the quarantine album. It's anything. Yeah, you can exactly. listen to this throughout the time. You're bored through this quarantine. It's actually a must hear for sure. Guys, so much for tuning in. And congrats to King on his album release. And until next time, I'm out. Peace, everyone. You just listened to the Johnny I Pro Show. To get in touch, head over to johnnyipro.com and leave a message or a request for the show. You can follow the socials on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at johnnyipro. Tune in next time. And until then, thanks for the continuous support.